Blog Talk Radio. Mike James, 
I'm simply the guy who uh, uh, puts together DVDs and, and do them in one take and runs his own station from time to time uh, uh, on his own you know, his own radio show. I'm just Mike Brown today. I'm just Mike Brown because I feel like this is going to be like that episode of Fresh Prince when Will asked Uncle Phil, why doesn't he want me, man? And then Uncle Phil grabbed him and hugged him really tight. And he says, I don't know. One of the most powerful scenes of Fresh Prince, if you was born without a father, like I was, and I still to this day on Netflix, a, a Native American tear sheds my eye when he says, why don't he want me, man? And I'm like, it hurts. It hurts. It just hurts for anything, man. I, I know that hurt. I, I, I definitely know that hurt, you know. Um, yeah. Let's not get too emotional, you know, right now. It's, it's, it's still early. It's still got time. Still got time. Um, actually, we're going to bring a blast from the past on and just bring, complete this whole little trifecta and make it a, a quintuplet, I mean a quadtuplet, whatever the hell that is, um, and bring on Mr. Brian Carr. Yeah, it's got to be a quintuplet because you got to count me twice. I'm a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. And little known fat, useless. Useless big hurt fact, that scene in the Fresh Prince where he hugged Uncle Phil was an ad-lib scene. He was supposed to brush it off and walk off camera like it was nothing, but he went on his own little rant, and the why don't he want me, man, was very real, because Will Smith went through that with his father, and the hug from Uncle Phil was a man who saw his friend in pain and hugged him. Totally unscripted, totally real, best scene in the show, What's going on, fellas? Um, I will tell you what's going on. The actual real father of uh, the first Prince of Bel Air is the same father of Black GOP. Um, to tell you the real, to, the absolute, absolute real truth, it, it was. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, tear, I'm tearing up here. I will tell you the father of both men. It was Clarence Thomas. So the Supreme I knew Court. it. Oh, shit. I knew it. I can see it in the Bridges' nose. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I've seen it. God. Black so, GOP, let me ask you a question. Can you tell me who my father is? I'm going to give oh, you a clue. Oh, I, I don't know either. <laughs> Who's my father? Hey, Mike Brown, I know you don't want to know the truth. I'll tell you the truth of your father, Mike Brown. It's literally okay. Clarence William the Third. It is.
you have to take a break sometimes. So, DMVF Unleashed is tonight's season. It's the season finale of DMVF Unleashed. Don't worry. We will be back. But we're giving everybody a break right now. So, it's not your typical episode of DMVF Unleashed. Don't get me wrong. We're going to go over some of the storylines and moving forward. But this, think of it as your favorite hits. Fair enough. Um, so no, I don't know. Know. my email. Take the picture of Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, folks, um, I, I, I'll just jump right into it for anybody waiting. Um, we're going to talk about the next phase of the DMVF. Um, is is by by any by any chance by any chance are there any other senior members and DMVF leadership on the line? I think there is. I'm going to put them on the air right now. Last four eight zero seven nine. You are on the air. What's happening? And before stop it, stop it. Before anybody say anything, and before anybody say anything, I want to say something. I want to say something. Kendrick Jones, is this you? Yes. I want to say from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for everything that you've done, sir. You're welcome. That's all I got. Yeah, I'll tell you, Kerry Jones, you know, created this whole thing, and it, it, it was amazing, and it still is amazing. Um, what we're going to do in the next phase of the of the DMVF, um, it is about to roll over into a challenge phase um, to where, let's say, I have some, I don't know, because I was on somebody's list, um, some leftover beef with Brian Carr. I will challenge Brian Carr to a match at a particular date, and we will have that match, and we will have that promo. Um, for, for the immediate future, <laughs> no longer do, do people have to worry about the, the um, construct of being stuck between a week of a quote-unquote promo series. So what we're doing is switching it over for the mo- for the moment to a challenge page. Now, folks, if things get hot, if things get hot, then an official pay per view will roll out. But we are going to move away from this week to week schedule and 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 move toward a, a an open challenge battlefield, a battleground, and it is what we're going to do, and it's what it's looking forward, it's, it's what we're looking forward to in the future. Um, they're, they're, so for the for the for the moment for the immediate moment there will not be a pay per view next week or or maybe not the week after maybe maybe not the week after that but but what we're doing is directly going into where I could say you know what Brandy Daniels you got that IC belt looking comfortable with it I got the time let's do this let's set our match for X Y Z day and you might see a day where there's only one match. Yeah. You might see a day where there's a, a group of matches. But at the end of the day, everybody, real life has kind of caught up with a lot of us. <laughs> and and, and, and it's, it's time to change the format of the DMVF for the moment. Anybody's thoughts on it? I mean, first of all, start with the CEO because it's rare when we get the CEO on. What's your thoughts on, on the next phase of the DMVF? Well, I think it's a pretty good idea. Like I said, Jason came up with it. 
if I had to take a guess, I would guess that the match that he had with Brandon Moore in the airport was kind of, a, of an example of what that challenge phase is going to be. Um, you call somebody out, you set a date, you have a promo, you're in charge of the script, you post it that day. Uh, I don't have to make matches anymore. GM doesn't have to make matches anymore. Pretty much uh, it's the whole thing Jason was talking about before, career decisions. Now it's your turn. Challenge who you want. Be careful what you ask for. Okay, before anybody says anything, before somebody says anything, I want to say something. I want to say something from the bottom of my heart. Kendrick Jones, I challenge you to a handicap tribute challenge match for a Scrabble championship. That's right, sir. The DMV of Scrabble championship. You don't know. You don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. Handicap. Me and Stu, Scrabble championship, DMV of trivia match. What do you say? You write the script, uh, though, because I ain't got that kind of time. I got six pages to write for. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what, what day are you trying to do this? Um, <laughs> um, four weeks from 2016. Uh, I think I'm two four weeks from 2017. Actually, I think I'm getting my haircut that day finally. So I think it's gonna be a very hard. Can you see how my guy works? You see how my guy works? For a second, can we have a praise break for a second? You see how my guy works? I do it. I do. I do it up for the atmosphere, and it came right in God with blessing. That's how my guy works. Go ahead, Ken. You are with me. Ken, get a haircut. understands the concept and don't think of this as you know oh well dmv the dmvf is you know dying no think of it as this everything has to evolve everything has to change if you can't accept change you're probably in the wrong place okay i challenge you to a radio competition where where we sit on the radio and we call out different call signs and guess what the call sign is? If you get the call sign wrong, you got to give up the Scrabble Championship. You don't want none of me, buddy. Four weeks from four weeks from 2017, meet me there or beat me there, son. Boom. <laughs> I can't write the script though because I got to help my daughter's homework. She's gonna be in pre-K. I mean, first grade by that time, or second grade. Who? <laughs> I can't remember I, who was about I, I, to talk. Who was about to... Five, that, that was me, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm laughing over here. $5 bet. Who's going to be the first person to get on the wall and post when's the next pay-per-view? Donald. Who's going to be somebody who's that doesn't be? listen to Unleash? Right, Donald, right. Briefly. Who, um, it, it, I, I think it's going to be Joker J. He's going to come back, and he's going to ask Weston when's the next pay-per-view. No, I'm going to throw a shocker in there. I'm going to throw a shocker in there. You know what? I'm going to throw a shocker in there. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? This is going to shock you. Because he, hopefully he's listening so he can call in. I think Patrick's going to do it. Boom. To take a hydro. Boom. What you got? Who? 20 on Patrick, huh? Hmm? So Someone inbox let him know. Huh? 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 I challenge Patrick to a tank match. You know You know how you lose a tank match? I don't know. But I challenge him for 2014. That's last year. <laughs> I'll challenge Patrick to a tank but match. But Mike, 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 my partner, oh. it, 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 we're already in 2015. So you can't, you can't challenge. Yeah. 2014, beat me there or beat me there, Patrick. Tank match. 2014, sucker. 
<laughs> what you going to so do? Y'all going to have a throwback Thursday match. Absolutely. But it'll be on the throwback Thursday pay per view. Book it. Because it's my, it's my son's fishing. Um, we're going to christen my son that Sunday, so I may not be able to make it, actually. But. <laughs> Okay, so since we're talking big announcements and whatnot, um, I'll already give people an opportunity if they want to step up, they want to step up. If you were paying attention to to the last pay-per-view, there is no more Chaos title. It's now the X Division title again, and everybody knows how near and dear I carry the X Division title. (laughs) I'm no longer the X Division champion. Stop that, Brian. Um, Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm no longer the X Division champion. Anybody, that, any two people that want to fight for the title, go for it. Only thing is, it has to be an ultimate X. Well, I could name, I could name thirty people who can't do the ultimate X because you got to be in shape to do it. So I challenge Stu and Pan Digger in an X division match, and an ultimate X match. They both got to climb that rope and grab that X. I think I, I give it to Pan Digger. What you think, Cat? Actually, I pick Yoda. <laughs> Yoda ain't got no elbows. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Kendrick, Kendrick Jones, if you don't mind, um, your thoughts on the new direction of the DBF? There's no way to go but up. Uh. Uh, it, it all depends on how everybody takes it. Like Brandon said, there's going to be at least one or two people that's going to think that this is a DMVF dying. But like you said, and actually I think Blake, you, you was the one that actually came up with the name. It's not DMVF is not dying. This is the afterlife of the DMVF. Um, and, and 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 that was and that was my name. And, and the, way, the way I look at it is, I see you know. A lot of people are tired. There, there's a handful of people that can live and eat and sleep and breathe this every day. There's another handful of people that, um, you know, need more time. So what's the point in, in pressuring um, some people, whereas, you know, you, you might be able to get a better series or a better communication. And I, this whole thing might be wrong. Don't get me wrong. It might be wrong. But the thought process is you get you get better reaction to people if they're not pinned in between one week. If they're not pinned in between uh, two certain dates, you know, and next thing you know, they wake up and the pay you started. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, you know, the DMVF afterlife area, which, by the way, I am ready to dominate. Sorry, everyone. And from the black GLP standpoint, from the black GLP standpoint, it doesn't matter if, 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 if next week is DMVF Tax 2 or DMVF Relax or DMVF Spasm or DMVF Back Muscle or if we're in the DMVF Afterlife Challenge phase, it doesn't matter. I will still be here to make everyone's life a living hell. I don't want you to know that. But still, I, I, think, I think it's a good time to let people ease back when they need to ease back. I think it's, good, I think it's a good opportunity. Brian Carr, your thoughts? <sighs> My thoughts are, you know, I'm all about the evolution of things, and, you know, y'all know that life hit me in the head, you know, so 
this 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 is all the better for me because you know I have this bad luck streak where every time I try to get into a promo series with somebody, I end up in the damn hospital. So um, I'm I'm hoping to be able to do like a couple of these in and outs or a daily challenge, or just pop up one day and challenge Davey Crank to an impromptu uh, 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 a match. I mean, match. Just a what match? I V match. Well shit, if you look at my IV hard enough it pops out, so that's 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 already an issue. I mean, cause Jesus. Um, yeah, but you know, it's always I'm all about next levels, you know what I'm saying? The DMVF has gone to stages. It it started as a as a random fight matches in the on that other wrestling page. And then it was structured matches in here. And then, you know, we had the Wheel of Doom. And then some matches were random and some matches were scripted, except for when it was time for me to take the belt from Ted. And then, you know, eventually all the matches were written. So just going to that next level. The next, then we had the first ever live match, you know. Just, just to see things go to the next level is great. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's cool. It's always cool. It's always cool. Mike and Brandon, do y'all remember back when we used to have maybe, well, I'm going to say we, when I used to try to put on like five pay-per-views in a day? There was times, you mean in a week. I don't know about five in a day, but I remember like five pay-per-views in a week. It was like two weeks later, we've already done like three capital punishments. I'm like, how? I I, I remember one time, I I was the world champion for 20 minutes and lost it in 30 minutes. Well, let me tell you one. Ted, you still on the line? Yeah. Ted, let me tell you one of the biggest days of my DMVF life, and I had a lot of. Um, I, I was at an anime convention, and 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 me and Mrs. Blackiope, and and the pictures are on Facebook. We 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 spent the night <laughs> down to down to Marriott, or sorry, the Marriott, uh, over over by the zoo, Woodward or Woodward, whatever it's called. And and, and 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 I got down and I had a, a mask on with spikes on it and she had blue hair and a schoolgirl uniform. And I woke up the next morning and all I know is when I woke up I won the title from Roland White. I won the United States title. So I got home and I proceeded to put Celine Dion and you guys might remember this promo. I put Celine Dion on and had the United States title in front of my face. And I point out to where America was, and that was a gigantic moment for me with regard to the DMVF. Gentlemen, I think uh, – Ted, do you remember that moment? Yes. That was a gigantic moment for me in the DMVF. Um, gentlemen, I think we should all – if we're going to you know, sit here and talk, I think we should all just go over some of our biggest moments in the DMVF. I think so. Um, I, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that. My very first title win. I didn't even know that it was up for a title. It was the very first Intercontinental title tournament. And um, I was walking into a Dave and Busters, the grand opening of the Dave and Busters in Virginia Beach. Um, the Dave and Busters, that is a quarter of the size of the Dave and Busters in Maryland. And uh, I remember walking in, handing the woman my money, and I looked down at the phone, and I looked over to my boy Banks, and I said, I just won the Intercontinental title. He said, what? I said, never mind. And I ran home, threw the Intercontinental title in my freezer, 
posted a picture, and that became a tradition for me as far as I Huh. It, was, it was it was it was fun, and then went down to the beach the next day and cut the soak it all in promo. And um, one thing I remember about that promo is the first take was a, the best. Still to this day, one of the best promos I ever cut. There was construction workers working on the house. When I was done, they were applauding, but the camera had cut off. That was back before I knew that you had to delete some videos to make new videos in your phone, and um, you know. I've been in love with this federation ever since. Well, uh, being the world, you know, I, 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 being the guy, right? Let's just, let's just break this down for a second, right? Let's break it down to the smallest molecule, right? Being the guy that was the guy that helped the guy make this thing, it's the biggest moment ever. Now, I'm not bragging and making it feel like Mike Brown is like the god of the DMVF because let's just face it, I'm not. I'm not. I would say something like the Dick Cheney of the DMVF, like a lot of stuff. Maybe a puppet master, a guy that has like, like maybe that. But uh, I'm going to step outside of the DMVF, my world, and bring it into my generation. And I'm going to say the biggest moment wasn't necessarily in the DMVF. It was at my DVD taping, and that was when, um, in, in a packed house, um, I came out and I saw between 20 to 15 people, which is the inverse, 15 to 20 people, you must think I'm dyslexic, um, 15 to 20 people that I only knew for a year support me in one of the biggest events that I could do in my whole comedy career, which would be filming my DVD taping. So for me, it was bigger than having a world title so many times because, I mean, if you didn't know, I was the first world champion. It's not about, you know, being dumped in the garbage can backhand. It's not about uh, um, oh, being God. buried by the by upper management. It's not about that. It's about those friendships <laughs> and those bonds that were created. If you're listening, you know I had to jab you a couple of times. I had to do it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, no, but, 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 like, the friendships that was developed, and, and let's just face it, people. Let's just face it. We didn't know each other from Adam or Eve a year and a half ago, and, and, and here we are. And so, you know, to be in my DVD taping with people that I haven't even known, that I've never seen me perform before, maybe like once, was a big deal for me. So that was my biggest moment to see everybody out there in the spot. Um, I, it's, it's hard for me to pick biggest moments. Because I have a lot of them. There's been a whole bunch. I can I can go NWO. I can go first title run. I can go cabinet. I can go Hydra. I can even go one of the tag team titles with my brother. Um, honestly, the biggest moment DMVF related is my birthday party. And I say this because it's kind of piggy, piggybacking with off Mike off of what Mike said. I don't have many friends in real life, and I'm just, I'm going to put that out there. I'm not quick to make friends, so to be able to use this group as a way to meet people that I have common interests with, and we and all of y'all show love whenever, and y'all come through, especially on my birthday, and we just had a ball. It wasn't even nothing DMVF related. We I think did we even cut any promos that night? I don't even recall cutting any promos that night, but it was just so much fun. 
that you don't get a chance to see that like that that very often. That that was the biggest moment for me. People that, like Mike said, we've only known for a year and a half, and the love, the love that has come just from being in the place that everybody enjoys being in. Uh, I usually get a better answer because that was my answer. You can't take my answer. You can't take that off my answer. I mean, technically, it wasn't your answer. Yours was the show. Mine was my birthday. But, but <laughs> you, you, you got on that lion that Katie Terry wrote at the Super Bowl, and you piggybacked off of my answer. It's okay. Jesus. Wait, that was a lion? I thought that was a tiger. I thought actually I thought it was the Trojan horse, and I was waiting for the Trojan man to come out like Trojan man. But it was Mr. Elliot and Eddie Crabbe. No big deal. All right, Jeez, but if I'm going to go, if, to not piggyback so much off of Mike, my other moment <laughs> is the cabinet. Finding out I was in the cabinet and the fun we had during the cabinet easily topped in the DMVF moment for me. Um, um, let, 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 let's talk to the elephant in the room because we, we very rarely have a chance to. Jones, your biggest DMVF moment, and don't and don't think about having to not offend anyone. Just your biggest and your favorite DMVF moment. Of all time, favorite DMVF moment <clears throat> was a unexpected one. I was on the train I was working, and I looked down, and I think it was either Patrick Poetry or Jason posted it on the wall that you guys have get, that you guys decided to give me the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, I remember I inboxed Jason and asked if this was some kind of joke or if this was a setup. He was like, no, this is for real. Um, he told me to listen into the show. I couldn't because I was on a train by listening the next day. That was probably, and for those that know me, the one of the best days. Um, that plus the fact that as much as, I've, as much as the problems I've caused everybody on this phone, has had my back behind the stage uh, more more times than any. Um, and as far as the whole promo thing goes, favorite promo is not even mine. I was going to say my favorite promo was the one I did to raise money for Donnie. But my favorite <laughs> promo, my, my favorite my favorite promo was Brian Carr's "Kiss My Foot" match promo, where he said, "Look at this nigga's." Foot. Yo, I hit the ground. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's one of my uh, favorite promos also. <laughs> my feet are terrible. My feet are disgusting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> may, may, I, may I suggest a pedicure, Brian Carr? Let me tell you. Pedicures are, are, are the gateway to hand jobs. And this is why I say that. Because they wear rubber gloves and they look you in your eye. <laughs> they look you in your eye. I'm trying to tell you. You can't say that with a straight face and keep going. And I'm in the straight face. <laughs> they, they put this little massage oil and they put it on your legs and everything. They look at you in your eye. They pull your pinky toe. Let me tell you, it's the best feeling ever. Mike Brown, um, Mike, Mike Brown advertising pedicures and haircuts. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me let me here's my problem with pedicures. Pedicures, um <clears throat> I've had two pedicures in my life and neither one of them worked out very well. Um I laugh like a twelve year old girl and I kick like a kung fu master. 
that's just a bad combination. And it's just the pedicures is just not it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Both people who have given me pedicures have vowed never to do it again. So I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They just have to say that way. <laughs> just the next, hey, hey, the next hey, kiss my foot match is gonna just be extra crusty. Hey, hey fellas, this is where I get off this train. I have to uh do my other uh engagement. But uh I bid you all farewell and um and I guess I see you at the crossroads. You won't be lonely. I said the crossroads. You won't be lonely. I'm holding the notes in my head. I said the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. Cause that's how the song is. They just echo crossroads. The, the album, the album version is better, but that's okay. Yeah. Oh, and I could say uh, I'm always going to miss my home and that gangsterling, that gangsterling. Um, I can also go by to say uh, uh, although we've come to the end of the road. Um, no, that's too sentimental. It's one of my um, favorites. Uh, I'm just the boogie. Boogie jumps the beat. Missy Elliott, certified seven, stand up. Let's go. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> seven five seven. All right, what's up, sir? All right, I gotta go with y'all. Missy All Elliott, right. three songs in the top ten of iTunes. Just useless, big hurt fact. Yeah, I heard that on the radio today. Um. Let's see. Should we start going to callers now? Uh, why not? Let's get some. Let's get some favorite DMVF moments. <laughs> um, let's get let's do do one caller on and ask them. So it is a call that doesn't call very often. So I got to go to him off the bat. Just the compound fracture you are on. Compound. What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on? My favorite moment, Shinduckery. That's got to be my all-time favorite moment. Uh, my favorite fracture. compound moment is when Brandon and him kept going back and forth for like five, six hours that night, and I couldn't sleep because <laughs> it was the shit was just funny. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you my favorite compound moment. Um, besides he, he, he jumped out the tree, and 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 and, and that and that was that was goddamn that that killed the entire game for whatever night we're having. That they killed me because he came down from the trees. But one of my most favorite compound moments was when you and Davy Crank were going so in, so all the way in, that I literally had to call. I, and you ain't know about this comp. I don't know if I told you about this. I had to call Brandy Daniels and be like, "Hey, um, do we do we tell these guys like to chill out, or are they for real?" I, I, I'm a little confused because in, in, in between you and Davy Crank. It was all. It was all the game. It was all the DMVF, and we at the moment we didn't know that, so we thought maybe y'all niggas was about to beat up and get down. No, 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 man. That that was a very good. That was a good series, man. Um, Crank is a, a funny cat, so I didn't mind having a good time. Um, to him. He taxed me too. So there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. But um, I'm I want to say I mean the Shinduckery moments, the dirty heels, man. That was um, <laughs> those dudes was funny because I really didn't have that much hope from um from the park. I think the park was my um, partner at the time. He was doing something else. 
So I, I really um, went at them by myself. And that was actually, it was pretty fun because it took everything they had to, to come at me. And I was, um, oh, wow. I, I was pretty much uh, getting it in. Uh, Cop, I want to ask you, you were swerving down the road. And you were, you were, you were like really visibly swerving. Um, and so, <laughs> I don't know if I was swerving. Hey, there, there was some, there was some swervations going on. And you were, but, but you were still cutting the promo. Um, and before I fade out, let Brandy down finish this up. Um, what were your thoughts um, as you were driving down the street <laughs> trying to cut a promo while you were swerving in the snow? My thoughts were, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty good driver when it comes to it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be just fine. And uh, cutting this promo, if I, and if I was swerving, it was probably because I was in the area where I knew I could uh, bring the car to a complete stop. But um, I just want to touch on something that's a little bit more important. Um, if you don't, if you, if you don't mind, well, this is a the last show, and I don't, I don't call it often, but um, Black GOP, sure. Um, I need you to, um, I need you to come into my office because, like, as you, I am Compound Fracture. That's my code name. My first name is Nick. My last name is Fury. I need to see you, sir. We need to talk. Well, um, sir, I will, I will report to your office within the next two days, and um. <laughs> We can, okay. have, we, we can have we can have any conversation you like, sir. All right. The next few days. The next two days. W- within the next two days. Okay. I have to be transported uh, from prison. You know, I have to. Be. Oh, you don't don't worry about it. We <laughs> we know. We know. Okay. Um, if you guys want to bring in the call us on, I don't want to. Um, be on the phone so long. I got the other things to do. I was just honored to be on here. Like Browns, the Brian Cars, like GOP. <laughs> uh, Compound ran big tone out of the DMVF. <laughs> I forgot about that. He said, <laughs> My man came in that joint and said, I've known lots of big pieces of shit, but I've never seen a bigger piece of shit than big tone. <laughs> 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 I forgot. You know what? I forgot all about that promo series. Wow. Um, no, that no, that, that's that's one of my favorites. That was a fire pro. Big Tone coming out of the pissy basement. That was amazing. Okay. Well, oh, sir. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't want to get to the pissy the pissy basement history. We don't want to get uh, do that. Um. I'm sorry. Sir, put, stay on the line and um. You know, we might have you back on later. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, ha- ha- hashtag Pissy Basin is trending all across Twitter. Right now. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. Oh, um, man. Uh, poetry, can you get your boy compound, please? Quickly. <laughs> I'll hear the beep. All right. So. We are about to put the world champion on the line because we. I know. I see he's holding. Just whenever this. While we 
try to get this studio situated because, of course, blog talk is being a bitch tonight. Um, here we go. World champ. You're on the line. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ray- Raymond Blair. you pl- How in the hell? Here's my problem with you, Raymond Blair. How in the hell did you pull it out at Capital Funds? But how in the hell did you do that? I am offended. I'm offended, Raymond Blair, because I swear to God, if I was anywhere remotely somewhat halfway near that title picture, that belt would be in better hands. But, sir, you know, I'm not going to talk about my disrespect for you. I want you to talk about your, your, your feelings for the DMVF. Man, it's, it's unbelievable, man. It's like, take a, you know, I thought I was the, for a long time, I was the only crazy wrestling guy I knew. And then, until I, until I met about, until I went on the fan page and met about a hundred other people just as crazy as I am. And then the then the craziest of them all got some of us together and said, "Hey man, why do, hey why don't we try to do this little fantasy wrestling type thing?" And then a, a year, fast forward a year and a half, we yeah we become so much more than that. We are a band of brothers. My ancestors, shout out to Jillian, and and a, and a, and some some major examples of this were already touched on. You know, like with um us going with the federation turning out full turning out full force for for the Mike Brown DVD taping, and also also for. For poetry's birthday, where as he said, we he got together with some new friends who shared common interests, and also one of me and poetry's common interests is 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 August 14th, because in my in my mind I sort of preempted his birthday for myself. You know, I sort of piggybacked off of that. And my favorite DMVF moments, well, two come to mind. One, being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the other one, of course, is, you know, winning the world title because I always saw myself as like a fair to Midland promo guy, you know. I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't. Make like movies or whatnot. I'm just some guy on a on a crap on a crappy camera phone, just talking for a couple of minutes. Yeah, have flashes of who carries around a toy championship belt, and somehow I made it work. Now, I would, I would, I would like to. Ask you. We've shared our favorite DMVF moment. I'd like to ask you guys, what are your favorite you know, RB3 moments? Fat guy kicks. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. 
Real quick, before we get to the fat guy kicks and the and the Raymond Blaymonts, I want I would I would like I would like first <coughs> to hear from the CEO to talk to another guy from the Day One Corporation Day era. Um, I'd like to hear Kendrick Jones um, directly address RB3 and whatever. It might be a question. It might be a statement. I don't know. Uh, I want to know what Kendrick Jones has to say to RB3 after all this time as he talks to the RB3 that is the world champion. RB3, I remember when he first, <clears throat> he first messaged me and asked me about what this DMVF thing is. And I told him, I said, sit back. Watch a couple of shows, see how things go. If you want to come in, come in. He did. He said, definitely, I want to be in. I said, all right. At the time, that's when we was doing the corporation thing. So I decided to, since I was, I guess, the leader of the corporation, I brought him in as my bodyguard. Um, oh, actually, I think, I think, I, no, I think, now you had Luis, I think. I think you had Luis. I I got assigned to Mike. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, Luis. We was the highest ranking bodyguards. See, we became the corporate headhunters. And uh, since you brought up Luis, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hear about that later on in the show too. <laughs> and I tell you another one of. My favorite moment was that time I finally, finally met. I heard his voice. I turned around and and I looked. It was Ked. Have you ever seen this guy in person? The dude is he's a big dude. <laughs> I know, and I know me, and I know me being being five foot six doesn't help anything either. Thank you. And it's like we were old friends. Yeah, he's like he's one of those old Virginia gentlemen. Um, um, last question, right away. Final question. <laughs> your thoughts? Your thoughts about the new challenge era? The the the, the new direction of the MVF where it goes to a, um, like for example, you could be challenger, you could be the, the champ, and then challenge someone else, or. Someone else to challenge you, and you guys pick a date, and and you know, find a writer, and or write it yourselves, or what have you. Um, your thoughts on the new direction of the DMVF? The new direction of the federation is interesting indeed. We have we have once again mutated into a whole new life form. Like like I said, we. First, we started off with random matches. Then, then I think Brian kicked off, you know, the promo era. And actually, fun fact. And then you had had you, Jason, who just took it somewhere else. And fun fact, I think my, my first, I think my very first post corporation promo was entitled Black GOP. When I, when I tried to when I tried to start when I I tried to join a group called the Brotherhood and we ended and we ended, and some of my partners ended up in the trunk of a crown of a crown fit with Virginia tags. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> yes, because um, <laughs> they, they, even though that promo was at Black GOP, uh, there was mention of Big Hurt in a negative way in that promo, so um, it had to happen. It had to happen. Well, well is there was there any way around that? Um, um, would, would, was there any way around having to go into the trunk? Because I was, I was, I had, I had two, two factions I was in, like break up in about a week. <laughs> I, I, in retrospect, the trunk may have been a little extreme. Um, I know Mike Brown spent a little time in the trunk as well. Um, you know, it um. You know, things in the DMV have happened. You know, things happen, and you look back on it, and you'd be like, oh, that that was too much. But, you know, well, it just happens. You know, people get thrown in the well, trunk. Hello? Well, yeah, it wasn't as bad as as you throw you, you throwing what I thought was a rock at my, at my windshield, but turned out to be Brandon Moore's back. Okay. Okay. Your truck should have been able to hold him. I was like, hey, it's a Ford. What do you expect? Reverend Blair, thank you for calling in. Please hold the line. Um, we're, not, we're not sure of the overtime situation. But um, there's another another gentleman we like to we like to get to. Um, you, 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 for the record, everyone, Brandon Blair said he thought Brian Carr threw a rock at his car. So it was really Brandon Moore's back, and um, yeah. Destroyed my <laughs> Brandon Moore's back, trending worldwide. <laughs>
put me back in this time. I got one piece of tech, and I'm going to find a way to calibrate it, and I'm going to make it back to the time, but I'm going to use it as a weapon as well. I am not dead, nor gone, nor deceased. Raymond Blair was robbed at the time when both he and I had were in the title picture. Now it's time for me to make my way back excellently in a cowboy-like fashion with all morals and proper manner. Pardon me, ma'am, as I bow my hat towards the title picture. The DMVF is changing, as am I. And that's the evolution. It continues. Raymond Blair, you better look out. It's time. Like, just the minute that people think that it's time to relax, oh, no. Y'all folks that's on the roster, y'all might not be on the roster for that long. Y'all might um, be on that injured list. Um, what, what this, what this, what this, what this makes you think of is the constant trimming between the assassin and 151. Um, is that, this a good? Uh, I can't hear. Yeah. Black GO, you I hear out. Black GOP, but I don't hear Black GOP. Okay, okay. Well, now. There we go. You're, right, you're right, on right, twice. Right, right. That was Again, we're going to go. I really want to speak to the Assassin versus 151. Um, and there's still that devil diggers out there that Brian Carr had to meet with while we were in Reagan National Airport. <laughs> but I want to say. Where do we go next with this call, and how much time do we have? Well, we have 35 minutes, so we have time. Um, so let's go to somebody else that might want to put the champion on notice, and that is the Money in the Bank winner, Mr. Jason Palmer the Park. Wow. Wow. What's going on, fellas? Mr. Park, how are you, sir? How are Man, you? Man, Black GOP, I am doing, sorry to say, I'm doing excellent right now. Didn't get to do all that I wanted to do with Capital Punishment, but, you know, winning the money in the bank was just just part of my part of my goals. But, you know, as, I, as, as you saw last night, I came down there with the briefcase, saw all the celebrating going on, and, you know, I just kind of changed my mind. Clark, what, what, what made you walk away? You could have walked in for the U.S. You could have walked in for the chaos or the X Division. You could have walked in for the IC. You could have walked in for the world. But you walked, you walked that out, <laughs> and you turned around and walked right back out. What made you give the people their moment, knowing you're walking into DMVF afterlife, knowing, well, maybe you didn't know, but now you know, to walk into an entire challenge era, we just say, hey, hey, champion, whoever you are, I want this. Let's go. And here's the date. Well, how does that feel, sir? There's got to be some power. See, like last night was just a tease. I came down there 
take a little look at the landscape, not really knowing how drastically it was going to change just overnight. Because I've been listening to the show and listening to Afterlife and thinking I have this have this golden ticket in my hand for any title. But I'm thinking, why would you cash it in for any title other than the world title? Regardless of who has the belt, RB3 has it for now. But who's to say after one of these random challenges that he'll still be the champion? And even if he is still the champion after a random challenge, who's to say I might not come knocking? So everyone is on notice. If you're going after that world title, the park is watching. Park is watching with that briefcase, waiting for the perfect moment to become that two-time DMVF world champion. And it's going to happen. And just to correct one thing, I heard Compound say I left them hanging against the dirty hills, and that is not true. I did not leave Compound hanging. Hanging like a piece of rotisserie gold. What's that? Hanging like a piece of rotisserie gold. I did not leave Compound hanging. We had the dirty hills against uh, well, I don't think we were Shindeckery Park at that particular point. I think they gave us that name in another match that we tagged in. But they were doing some, you know, typical Dirty Hill tactics. And I said, you know what, Compound, you go ahead and take care of the dirty work. I was still trying to play that whole good guy role and didn't want to. I said, hey, this is your forte. Go at it. Show that, that real Compound. And then, you know, the rest is history. He made those those history-making Slammy winning, you know, compound promo. So I let him do his thing. I didn't. I ain't. I didn't leave that man hanging. He knows that. <laughs> Glad you cleared that up because I always thought you left him hanging. I thought it was cold. Nah, nah. I'm here, here, I left him. In, I left him in a ring after he was getting beat down. But during the series, I didn't leave him. <laughs> oh, okay. Here, 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 here's my question: Is there, is there any chance in MVS after we'll see a prolonged, a, a longer, drawn out, maybe two to three week series of a? <clears throat> I'm about to start some shit here. Um, <laughs> the park versus Brian Carr. Somewhere down the road, because you know when you guys did the beat, it was about Becky and it was cute. It was it was nice. It was friendly. It was about it was about you know you know basically when, when a white chick leaves a black man for another black man. That that was that was the that was the concept of the Intercontinental Title uh, match you guys had. Um, will we ever see a down to the bones, down to the gutter style of the Big Hurt versus the Park? I think that would put butts in the seats. Um, I just want to know from both of you guys. Anybody can answer first. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. If the uh, part gets his hand on that world title, um, that's definitely in play. But I got a lot of things I got to get straightened up first, um, personally, before I can even think about any DMVF stuff. But um, the day is coming when um, <clears throat> the big hurt can be the big hurt the way I want to be the big hurt, and not worry about getting big hurt in the hospital. Okay. Well, 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 I can agree that if, if, if the big hurt and the part get it on, it's going to have to be 100%. Because the first time where it was rookie park 
against the school of Big Hurt. It was one of it was one of the best series that I can think I've had in my career because I learned a lot going through that series. But people say that the Big Hurt took it easy on me, which I can agree with. I can't. I won't dispute that Big Hurt didn't go full steam because he wasn't trying to break down someone that he saw potential in. When we had those little votes to where, you know, who in the rookie class, you know, was going to step up, who do you think is the biggest star, who do you think is the next guy, it was always the big hurt that said he's the one that has it. So he didn't want to break me to the point to whereas, you know, I couldn't recover. So it was more of a student-teacher relationship. So now that I'm on a higher level and I'm on a level that we can be closer at tiers in the DMVF, that 100% full Big Hurt first apart series, if it's for the world title, then so be it. Because I plan on having it soon. And if you can make that comeback and it's against me, I welcome it with open arms. Wow. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Good, 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 good booking, Jason. Good booking, man. Good, it's good stuff, man. <laughs> I, I don't. Come on, man. And just to be clear, I don't. I don't go full speed against anybody who can't handle it. It's 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 it should be taken as a compliment when I go at some mic full speed. You know what I'm saying? And 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 really, whenever somebody gives anybody full speed, it should be taken as a compliment. It shouldn't be a, oh man, why would he go at me full speed? That's fucked up. It shouldn't be that. Like, as DMVF competitors, we shouldn't want anything less. So, for sure, next time, next time, because trust me, when I, when I come back, when I come back, when I'm able to come back and, and, and not, not come back as far as misquoting Star Wars or come back just to say hi and step back out, when I come back, it's going to be full speed, trumpets blaring, very public, very high-profile, Remember I said that. Oh, yeah. No doubt. All right. We appreciate the part coming through and, you know, shedding some light light, light on what he thinks of the DMVF and whatnot. Matter of fact, we haven't got your, your favorite park moment. What's your favorite moment in the DMVF or your own, you know? Oh, man, favorite park moment. It was getting in the limo with um, – um, no, no. <laughs> you mean you mean you mean you talking about the time? You talking about the RKO moment, right? The lim the, the limo with Kid that that had to be the. <laughs> no, in all seriousness though, with uh, Kid, I want to. Uh, I didn't know you're still on the line. I want to thank yeah, you here. also, since everybody's thanking Kid, because mm-hmm. um, DMVF so far has been you know like that second family. Like we've only known each other for like a little over a year or whatever. I came in a little bit after everybody else did, but I mean, I talk to you guys and interact with you guys more than I do with people I've known for 20, 30 years. It's been, it's been that kind of love, that kind of family, that kind of environment. So I just wanted to say, you know, thanks to Kev for hooking this all up and getting us all together to act a fool. But I would say my favorite moment would be right after winning the title when, uh, Black GOP called me up and asked me, he said, you know, you, you got that million-dollar belt that you use for the Intercontinental or whatever when you won the IC belt. But I want to I I do a little promo where I present you with a new belt. So 
So it was kind of like, it kind of felt like not quite, you know, passing the torch kind of thing, but it was like, I just beat the hyper God, whole big deal thing. And then he switched right around to president mode. And we were doing like a little celebration moment, you know, at black GOP headquarters. So that was kind of like a, a real big moment for me that he had me over and gave me a new belt, did the whole little, you know, team Jason kind of promo thing. And that was probably my best moment right there. Getting a, getting a chance to, to be recognized from one of the greatest of all time. I, 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 I will tell you, um, when we, um, I, I'll tell you another, another, and thank you, Parker. And I, I told you, I told you, that was another honor much. We, we, we plan to do this team Jason thing. Um, uh, honestly, behind the scenes, we plan to do this team Jason thing from the beginning <clears throat> because we've got a good jillion pictures of us doing crazy shit and, 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 and do, being crazy in Miami and all this other stuff. And the, the, we never had the chance to kick off because, um, behind the scenes, whatever, um, what we're here now, um, when when Park made the Team Jason challenge, it was like Jesus Christ. I was supposed to step back. Yeah, I was supposed to chill out. And and, and we all we we all need that chill out moment. We all need that chill out time. We all do. Oh my God. And, and you know, because we're we're not something knocking, and, and them bills ain't gonna be a stop. You know what I mean? And so and so that happened. And then, and then I stepped out of the thing, but but somehow I became I became president. And so. That that changed the entire game, the entire dynamic for me. I actually ordered new glasses to to fulfill that role. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it's been a lot, guys. It's been a lot, It really has. Um, Park, thank you so much for stopping in. Um, we're go- we're we're gonna we're gonna throw the we're gonna throw the mixing bowl up. We're gonna throw we're gonna throw chance to the wind and change to the wind. And we actually have. We actually have a caller. We have no idea who this is. We have no idea. And we're going to put him online. Nothing, but, we're going, but they have their hand up, so we're going to put them on. And last four eight seven seven nine. you're on. Hello? Hello? You're, yeah, hey. you're on. This is Jay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Um, uh, Jail, Jail, Neil? No. Yeah. I want to cut to the nitty gritty and start with um, one of my most complex promo series, one of my most brain teasing promo series, um, Jail, Neil. Um, what makes it so hard for for people to figure you out? I I I, I it was not. It looked on the surface level, it looked easy for me, but it was not. You could ask Brian Carr, this guy I talk to all the time. I had a list of over twenty one <clears throat> different promos that that I was going to do for you. Um, um, the 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 the, um, the uh, Star Wars promo was one of them. You know, that, that's one of my favorite where, ones. The, the quest for where's Davy Crank? That was part of my strategy. Um, why is it so complex for people to figure out how to deal with you? you hold on, you're asking me, or are you just just a no? A I, 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 I'm, I'm, asking, I'm absolutely asking. I'm absolutely asking. I don't know, because I'm very simple. I put everything out there; they just don't pick up on it. I don't. I hate. I don't know. 
<laughs> God. Yo, um, it's it's weird because I I had the same thing where you know I was in the DMV after I was kind of kind of really, for lack of a better term, having my way with the entire roster, and um, well I came across Jay and we did the whole um, when he challenged me for the world title, and I, I made the title title match for, for the for the US title. And he came back with a promo, and he basically broke apart my promo. He's like, how many times do I say you were boss? How many times do I was like, man, God dang it. And it, it was really, I don't know how it appeared to everybody else. It was one of those promos where I feel like it hurt me more than it appeared to hurt me. Like, I looked at the promo, and I was like, damn, this guy. God, take him serious. Okay, it's the first time I had to actually sit down and think about what I was going to say in a promo series. I love the way you bring that to everybody that you face, and it, it makes the DMVF more fun to watch. I've enjoyed watching um, you, and I always enjoy watching you and Patrick, but really enjoy watching you and Patrick this week. No, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. I enjoyed it. No, but you know what? I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it also. It was a, it was a good time. Great time. I think I said, man, I'm pretty simple. This conversation is going to be very simple. You see, I don't have really much to say. I just came on just to give you my favorite moments. Go for it. Well, all of it from day one to right now, all of it. Because it, it gave me an opportunity to, to tell a story. Everything that I've done in this federation from day one to now has been telling a story. Even though I have manipulated, changed the story around a little bit, but I kept you guys entertained, and that's all that really mattered. And the best part of the whole thing, not even my championship run, was after my championship run because then I only cared about other people. But nobody knows that except for, you know, certain people. Just like maybe, let's see, five people probably knew that I was just, you know, just there after my championship run. But that was the best part. I'm not really concerned about me too much. Um, uh, Jay, Jay, I want to I want to ask you this, and this, this is a very important question for me. Um, mm-hmm. How much How much does your background in theater, um, psych, psychology, um, and and all around telling a story? How much of that impact your 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 presence in the DMVF, or did you just come in there and every day and say fuck it and wing it, and it did, and all, and all your, your 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 real life background didn't matter? Um, a lot of people don't know, and, you know, this is the kind of show we're going to talk about things like this. Um, really, honestly, your background is, you know, theater, psychology, and, you know, and telling a story. Um, did that matter, or was it just you waking up at, at, at roughly around whatever time you post in the morning? I know the time. I don't know if everybody else knows, but I know the time. Um, roughly around whatever that time is in the morning. It's before 10 o'clock, people. Um <laughs> But, but 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 how much of that that your experience versus just waking up and wanting to have fun affect who you are and your character in the DMVF? Mm. I'm not sure if I want to give all that information. Understood. See, there, and you know what? I'm going to answer your question. I don't think I really answered your question in the beginning um, when you were saying that why is it so difficult. That's the reason why, because I don't give information. I have to make you think. That's the fun part. Think. Why, 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 why should I give you any information on me? 
You're not going to appreciate it if I give it to you. Earn it. Figure it out. Not you, but just in general. Yeah, I understand. And that is a beautiful answer. That, that is the uh, guy from a mental tactician. It's like having Magneto on the phone. Anyone else? Questions, please. Guy, Jalen knows on the phone right now. We've we got to talk to him about something. <laughs> God damn. Nothing? Okay, well, uh, my favorite <laughs> my my favorite promo, I'll give you my favorite promo, was a toss-up between Black Sith Lord, because that shit was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing at that. Um, and Brian's Elimination Chamber drunken promo. Uh, See, y'all, forgot about, y'all forgot about that. I'm surprised y'all didn't mention that at least once. Oh, God, yo, I, I totally forgot about the fuck y'all niggas in the Elimination promo. A promo that well, of came course you very, very close to being deleted. Well, you know what? Of course you would forget because you were drunk. So yeah, it was shit. pretty good. That was, that was a great promo. I really yeah, enjoyed that. that. And also I was, also like the one that you did in uh, <laughs> against uh, them Negroes. That shit was funny too. So. Oh, Game Time Arcade? Yeah. So. Um, I'm um, Jalen Neal, can we can we get a quick second and let me ask you the the question of all questions? Um, mm-hmm. Jalen Neal versus Damian Man um, versus the <laughs> um, <laughs> versus the mysterious figure in them Negroes, and and, and and what was the difference and how did it all come together for you? And it's still working for you now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That that's just funny. So uh you said if me versus all of those other people you want to throw in the Panther too? I mean I mean just 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 whatever comes to mind when I say Gail Neal, Damian Mann and the mysterious um guy backing or supporting or rolling with the Negroes. Um just 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 an overhead view. Not not direct not not who you got because the the mind game. Okay. Um, ridiculous on Superstar. They yeah. they didn't get it. Um, and you provided that entertainment. Right, right up until just about two days ago. Yeah. It's just just whatever you have for the combination of the different, you know. And we can even go into you know, if there's anybody else out there on the roster that might be Jonell um, influenced, it doesn't matter. Um, just 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 go. Well, no one's yelling no influenced. See, that's the misconception. Everyone thinks that I influence people. I really don't. Not at all. People do what they want to do. I just say things. If they follow, they follow. If they don't, they don't. But, Jay, but if, you say make, something, I, if you say something and they follow you, doesn't that make you an influence on them, uh, like just philosophically? That just means they're weak. <laughs> okay. Shit. All yeah. right, um, and, and, and I'm done yeah. for tonight. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Uh, I, I have no more questions. Shit. No, hold up. No, hold on. Back up. Back up. Let's let's rewind. <laughs> let's rewind a little bit. So, so Brian, if I uh-huh. say the sky is blue, if I say the sky is blue, and you look up, and it's actually green, what would you believe? Your eyes or just me? Um, definitely your eyes, but um, but. If you 
if you think that the sky is blue, I mean, if you think the sky is green, and then someone says, no, it's blue, here's a picture of the color matrix, and they show you that it's blue, that person could be an influence on you. Mm, I mean, I think, I think educating somebody or learning or, or teaching somebody something is, is a form of, of, of influence. And I think it should have, whether, whether you realize it or not, I think you have influence the way that people do business in the DMVF. Um, I do. I, I, think, I, I think that you have taught certain people how to pick their moments a little bit better. Um, the really? people that I feel like are influenced by you, um, and I, I'm not going to call, I'm not here to call anybody out or make it seem like it's a bad thing. The people that I feel like are influenced by you, um, they pick the spots a lot better because you are a guy who you pick your spots. And you don't attack when everybody wants you to attack. You attack when you're good and ready. You might be good today. You might be ready tomorrow. But when you're good and ready, then you respond to whoever you want to respond to. Then you promo who you want to promo against. And I've seen other people use that same strategy. I've seen them do it better after watching you do it. So whether you believe it or not, whether it's intentional or not, I'm not saying you influence people like open a chat room and say, hey, guys, this is what you do. I'm saying that I've seen people do things, try to do things the way you do them. And that's why I would call you an influence on people in the DMVF. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Okay, so so you don't think it's a bad thing. Jason, you think it's a bad thing? Um, um and I'm Black GLP. Woo! No, okay. Um, um is it a bad thing? Um it depend it depends on what what you're doing with it. It's not necessarily a good or bad thing, but is it a good thing to benefit you in a particular series? Absolutely. Is it a bad thing on behalf of the people you're doing it to? It's it's very destructive. And and I've been watching um I've been watching people make small mistakes. And nothing and I'm not gonna talk about anything that's that's been recent. Nothing recent. I'll talk about stuff that's six, seven, eight months ago. <laughs> I, you know, I've been watching people make the same mistakes against you for a long time. And there there's no plan. They come in and, and you know, they want to talk smack and for, for example, and I, love, I love Zion to death, and everybody loves Zion or D Train or what have And, and D Train can can drop, um, he can put you in pom poms on a video, and or, or do an elf uh, elf app uh, video and make some make people laugh. Um, but what mm-hmm. happens when he you know when he calls you a uh, you know a Star Wars idiot, a moron, a so on so on so something that some people feel like feel like that that's the truth about you, but no one to say. But when when someone comes out there and says that and, and blatantly says that, they don't know how to back up your response, and, and, and it's your response. It's like if you want to do Smash Mouth, you're very good at type Smash Mouth. If you're going if you're going against you on video, you don't do a lot of videos, but the few the few videos you've done, it, 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 it hit people over the head. Um, even if it's me, even if it's me, a guy who's undefeated in promo series, it's me. Um, <laughs> you, you came out and, and it reminded me when when we were at um at Bailey's before they closed it down for whatever reason they closed it down. Um, you know, it's still not clear by the way. Um, you said, "Hey, Jason," you sat there with me on video and said, "I don't like the fact that Jalen is so quiet. I'm going to move on." You, you, you reminded me, and I, I totally forgot that moment, but it, but it's documented. 
You know what I mean? And I, had, and I had to go soul search into that moment to figure out why I said I don't like the fact that Dylan is so quiet. But you, you're a cerebral assassin, you know, you know, no pun intended. You're a cerebral assassin of the DMVS game, and everybody loves you for it, whether people admit it or not, you know, like, like your post or not. Um, it is what it is. You do a great service to the, to the DMVF, and you do. Yeah, you just do. Thank you. What about you, Brandon? I don't think it's a bad thing unless and people just follow blindly with, you know, no direction. We've seen some people follow people in this federation blindly with no direction, and we usually see that it leads to some crazy downfall, and they don't know where where they're going or how they're going to get there. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with people wanting to mimic you or imitate you or follow your lead because, let's be honest, you you are considered a leader in this federation because of who you are and what you've done and what you've accomplished. At the end of the day, no one can take that from you. That's why people are quick to at least listen or try to emulate you. Hmm. You know what? Hearing all this from, hold on, who else is online? Is that it? Is, that it? is it just you three? I'm right here. Um, kids. I'm, I'm kids. on. I'm on. Li- I'm on line two. Uh, Jay, Jay, I don't think it's. Jay, I don't think Jay it's a bad Lee. thing at all. Um, personally, if you look at it, look at look back at the times where I had someone who was giving me ideas of what to do and it all depends on whether you decide to listen to that person or not. If you decide to listen to that person, it more than likely turns out good. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, if you don't listen to that person, you can go back and see what happened nine times out of ten. Well, ten times out of ten. Do I think it's a bad thing? No. Okay. That's interesting. Very interesting indeed. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, Jay, like, like Rosa Parks didn't get on the bus and be like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not sitting in the back because I want to start a revolution, or because I want people to stand in line for them new Jays in 2015." Her feet hurt, and she feel like going to the back. You know what I'm mm. saying? So you don't have to want to be a leader or need to be a leader or intend to be a leader to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. But you know what? I mean, being a leader is cool, but I don't want recognition for it. So Too late. You're a hipster. Me. You're a leader. I'm using that against you on next promo series. Ah, you're a leader. No, stop. Sorry. 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 Well, well hey, at least I'm not a follower. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, um, <laughs> yeah, Daniel, thank uh, you. Well, you know what? Sir. I wonder. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was, sorry. I was just wondering how that title is going to be. Uh, you know, how long RB3 is going to have that title? I'm just curious. Until someone goes to take well, it home. Well, hmm. what's it? What's it? What's it? You you did you did you did you did hear the, the new rules on the, on the page, correct? Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I did. I heard the rules. So, 
so so maybe um, that's up to some other guys, or maybe that's up to mm. you. Well, he should just give it to me, you know. <laughs> since, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, he's already following me, so he just will give it to me. So, oh, God, mm. damn, damn. Yeah, I, I hope he's listening too. So he's still on. Uh, he, he's still on. Oh, he is. Okay, well. Yeah, he's still on. Blair. Well, he's not on Blair? like he can talk, but he's on. Oh, okay. Well, the beast. I'm gonna need that title, and then when you give me the title, I'll give your balls back. <laughs> <laughs> because let's be real here. Did you win? At Capital Punishment? Did you fucking win? No. I embarrassed you at Capital Punishment. That title is mine. I did that for a reason. You don't deserve that title. It shouldn't be around your waist, and I'm going to take it. Simple as that. So you can either do this the easy way or the hard way. Give me the title, and I'll give your balls back. Title balls. Balls title. And on that note, I'm done, fellas. It was nice talking to you. Title balls is trending worldwide. Um, (laughs) Jill (laughs) Neal, people. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag title balls. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm dying. I'm dying. I am. I am literally dying out here. I, I can't. Uh, I, 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 let's get some B more on the line since we since he's just sitting in the cut right now. Um, title balls. I mean, B more, you're on the line. <laughs> um, hello. Oh. Yes, it's on. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. Yes, yes, it is. Brandon Moore. Brandon Moore. Brandon Moore. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I, I guess now that I don't have a job, um, I'm just sitting on my couch right now, just um, just you, chucking you, it up. You know, you, you thought you were going to leave out at Reagan National Airport, and, and we had a match. We had a match. And um, your thoughts on the match? Um, the match was um, madness uh, because – I was about to kick your ass and win um, and keep you in jail, but then um, some interference happened. Um, you guys, um, you had your little friend Jamal interfere while I was about to knee you in the face, and then Jillian was there, and then, you know, Brian was there, and, and then Devin came out of nowhere, which surprised the hell out of me, but he came out of nowhere, and and it was a bunch of madness, but at the end, uh, and Mike Brown came out. Uh, let's not forget about that. Um, but you know, it's it's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I was I would say, I'm glad to know that you're you're going to be gone. You're going to be gone on a nice permanent vacation, and you're done for the DMV. You're done. You're done. And thank God you're done, Brandon Moore, because the DMV enough needs less Brandon Moore and more Black GOP. You know what I'm saying? It needs less guys, you know, controlling the mic and hanging up and blocking people from calling in. And it needs more of, of real champions like the guys in the collection. So, um, what do you have to say in your farewell address to the Federation? As you're gone, 
as I saw your shirt in the dumpster, in the trash can. I saw the shirt of CM Flunk in the trash can. Uh, what do you have to say, sir? Um, first off, I hate you, Black GOP. Um, that's the first and most important part. Um, number two, um, it's been fun for the last year and a half being in the Federation. Um, I had a blast and a, a lot of great memories with each and every one in the Federation. Um, and um, I wish everybody the best of luck, and hopefully Black GOP does not become world champion again. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, Kedrick Jones. Ked, he's still yeah. there. Yeah. Ked, in the darkest moment in DMVF history, and I'm still here, I'm still here standing, and I'm eyeballing it, and I love it. In the darkest moment in DMVF history where, you know, a guy that you, technically, and Poetry could send off on this, technically, there would have been no cabinet if it wasn't for the feud between Kedrick Jones and Brandon Moore. That that's a fact, everyone. There would have been no cabinet. <laughs> there would have been no cabinet. Um, Kedrick Jones, your farewell address to the soon-to-be deceased Brandon Moore. I'm not dead. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> that's gonna be gone for the Federation. I'm, I'm fired. I'm, I'm not dead. <laughs> I mean, your, your, your career is dead. You're dead. You're dead. So, so thank you. So Brandon went. Brandon went from DX to what some people would call a sidekick to getting beat down in a parking lot, having his leg crushed in a car door. Um, he went on, he got he he, he got fired, um, which I think is what Jason's talking about, because when he came back, that started the feud with me and him, which uh, led to the cabinet being formed. Um, he did his road to Christmas. Uh, he's one of those... Um, He's one of those rise to fame type guys, one of those guys that started out. He's kind of like Christian. Um, started out, and then one day he finally reached the top of that mountain. He decided he didn't want to leave it. Um, so uh, I, I did see the, the CM Punk shirt in the trash. Um, so I don't know what you and Miss Best in the World have uh, planned, but I do wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Um, I appreciate that. Mr. Jones, um, thank you for accepting me in the Federation because I am a day one superstar, which is often forgotten. Um, but, you know, me and you have been on this, this crazy ride since day one. And um, I still have my team cash shirt hanging up um, in my closet somewhere, not not in my room, but in my closet. <laughs> and I, I would cherish that shirt. Actually, now that i got Brandon Moore on the line, Brandon, you want you want to tell them about the Radio Shack promo? Oh, that, that that wonderful promo. Um, so, Ken had this wonderful idea of um, just inviting himself to my job to do a promo. <laughs> he was either just going to invite himself to my job or to my house. So I was like, well, let's just do it at my house. I mean, at my job. Um, thinking that Ken wouldn't show up and instead, no, Ken's at my job. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's, let's record this promo here. And um, Devin has stopped by also. So all three of us in the back room. Um, recording this promo for Capital Punishment, or what, I forgot what pay-per-view it was. Capital Punishment, I think. Um, and 
you know, we get halfway through the promo and we're at the full and my store manager, well, former store manager walks back there and um, he just looks at us and is just like, why is there four black dudes? Like, he, he gave me that look like, why is there four black dudes back here, even though there's only three of them? Because a big guy, so he counts for two people for some strange reason. My <laughs> manager, <laughs> I swear to God, my boss still, former boss still thinks that Ken was two people. Uh, but he's like, "What's up? What's up? All these people just like in front of a camera in my back room." I was like, "Yo, man, that's my wrestling group." And um, you know, the whole breakdown of the story afterwards was I, I just got ripped apart. Um, and, until my final day at Radio Shack, I got ripped apart about the promo and, you know, how Ted counted for two people and how, you know, he thought we was about to have a gay orgy in the back room for some reason because we were in a wrestling group, a, a fantasy wrestling group. So it, it was a lot of heat that I got, but it, it was cool heat that I could handle. But I think that's one of Ked's favorite promos. He, he posted that picture of me and Ked, you know, cheese at the camera a lot on, on Instagram. So I, I feel like that's Ked's favorite promo. <laughs> Now, I will admit, it was one of my favorite promos. That was uh, that was Capital Punishment. That's when I uh, stole Donnie's uh, box. I mean, uh, when I stole Donnie's house and brought it on to uh, your TV show. Um, that was back when you had the flag up at uh, Black GOP headquarters. Oh, yeah, we, we did sneak it in Black GOP's headquarters. We, we stole the um, the travel set of Black GOP headquarters and um, put it in Radio Shack because I could do stuff like that because I had that, that card. Football GOP's headquarters, and that was actually that's actually a um, and and, and, and that was complete trash because I didn't appreciate how you know you and Devin could break in and break out and steal the flag. I didn't like that. And when the flag was <laughs> in your promos, it appeared much smaller, but it was still a flag. And I didn't I didn't get it. I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how to keep you guys from getting in, and I couldn't figure out how to keep myself from getting out. It was it was, it was like I couldn't do both, you know. And that was actually that was actually one of the most memorable promos for the simple fact that's the first and only time we ever had a video promo with the broom, former tag team champion. Oh, uh, well, there's actually two promos with the broom in there. Um, there, there, there was a, a, a We Want More show where um, I had um, it was me, the broom, Compound, and Devin all at one show. I had four guests. Or three guests. Um, so it was an action packed show. Uh, it's, it's somewhere on the page, but um, you know we'll, we'll put that in the greatest hits for um, for the DMVF. But it, 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 there's a promo with the broom, and he's talking. Ooh. I don't know if you missed that, Kev, but he, he, he was talking. That and that, that promo, that, that 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 promo was 20 minutes, by the way. That was a 20 minute. That was a 20 minute. Can we take a second? I remember back in the day, we could drop a 20-minute promo and everybody would watch. You know, now everybody's like, uh, it's just, just friends. I'll watch it later, and later never happens. Yeah, let's be honest, guys. You know, back in the day, if, if someone dropped a 22-minute promo, and I did, because when I promoted against Brian Carr, I dropped a 21-minute promo with the Pokemon theme song. With the Pokemon <laughs> theme song. And every, it got like 10 likes. Everybody watched it, you know. The, the, the ball game has changed. Uh, people's patience have changed with regards to long promos, and we—it's almost a sin to do long promos these days. It is. It's very difficult. 
uh, I was about to say it's almost a sin to do a video promo. Um, I mean, the only people that really do video promos now are um, RB3. You know, you got Black GOP Park, you know, pulled out one. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, it seems that like we're in an era now everybody having smartphones and everybody saying, um, screw this camera and um, this data task. I'm just going to type one up and tap somebody down. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that 4G life, um, depending on where you're at, um, you, you may have that 3G or, or 2G still. Um, so some people, you know, just decide to go, you know, type out. But can I talk about my favorite DMVF moment since we have a little bit of dead air real quick and nobody else is saying nothing? Somebody got to tape the show. You guys are slacking or falling asleep. Favorite DMVF moment, um, one of mine is the Weekend of Tats, um, which nobody talked about yet on the show, but Weekend of Tats, or um, I, I guess the, the, the click, I'm not going to say in crowd, but the click, um, <laughs> went down to Virginia Beach and um, hung out with Brian Carr, and you know we we had the full, and it, it was funny because he was like, you know what, we're gonna drop all these promos, and Kev's probably just gonna end up putting himself in the hospital or something, um, you know, seeing all of us together, and, and it, that was a fun weekend. Um, that whole weekend was just fun, you know, from Friday night, um, Devin, Mike, and myself, you know, doing our comedy show. Um, and then Saturday night being in Virginia Beach, and then Sunday morning, you know, being at the beach and getting F5 at the beach. <sighs> I'm not forgetting about that yet, Brian. Um, but getting F5 at the beach, you know, all, that whole weekend was just um, crazy, you know, getting tashed down by, you know, the females and um, the hotel for smoking fees and all, all kinds of miscellaneous <laughs> stuff. It, it, was, it was fun. I, I, I missed that weekend. We need to have another one. Besides um, the, the smoking fee charges, <laughs> uh, um, the week the weekend attacks. Um, we all and everybody saw saw the picture of, of all of us um, stretched out against the the the, the rail um, look, overlooking the beach in Virginia Beach. Um, we got it in, fellas. For, there was not a sober moment, a sober bone. There was not a sober hair string, a sober nostril hair. Every single like 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 every single molecule of our bodies was wasted the entire time, and we all got down. We met in Fredericksburg. I for the first time ever. And kid, here, here's behind the scenes on what you created. I drove with 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 Mrs. Black GOP. I rented a car. I drove down before traffic. I left I left I think like eleven in the morning, and, and I drove down. And got to uh, Brandon Moore's crib, and we got there. I started with a, a case of uh, Bud Light Platinum, and there was some liquor involved. And we just got trashed for two or three hours. And then I followed him, and then, and, and then we went to, to to the show at Liberty Labs, and then and then Mike Brown's performing there, and then we all got down and got nuts. It was Brandy Daniels, Gabby was there, um, you, you know, uh, Mike, uh, 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 Mrs. Seven Five Seven was there. Um, 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 the the the, the league of extraordinary uh, gentlewoman known as Liz was there. Um, <laughs> there. 
Um, and, 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 and we, we, we got wasted. We got wasted the Buffalo Bears, and then and then went to the show. And then the next morning, the next morning, we woke up and went to Virginia Beach. And that Virginia Beach, we cut a promo at the club. The the the, the big hurt was working part time at it night, and, and and we went we went back to the VIP lounge. And all these scraggly, nasty Virginia Beach bras. Some of them were kind of hot. Some, some of them were kind of hot. They came back there looking for us, but their dirty Virginia Beach dude came back there and snatched them back. We were back there, and we cut a promo back then. You know what I mean? It, 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 that, that weekend was what the DMVF was all about. It, it really was. It was. It was. And that was called Hold the weekend attacks. Hold on, watch your pee. You forgot about Friday night after the show. We went to that seafood bar. And um, let me tell you guys, watch your pee. Uh, once this man gets some shots in him, um, there's no telling what he might do. Um, I look away for one second, Black GOP takes a shot. Next thing I know, I look back over, and he has Mrs. GOP bent over a bar store. He's just, like, grinding. I'm like, all right, it's time to go home. <laughs> And, and, that, and that happened. And, and that happened. I had my woman um, bent over a bar stool, and I was I was grinding. And and, 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 and I would walk over, and there were several buckets of beer because I dropped. Uh, there were buckets of beer when I got there, and I dropped several buckets of beer myself. And I would just reach to a bucket and pull a beer out. It, it, it was like what was it shark shark uh land shark, shark. shark yeah it was land shark it was land shark it was a bucket of five land sharks. And, and then Mike Brown ordered some 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 shots, and, and it was it was just a long night. And I I, I got the platter of fried shrimp. And Kat, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, none of none of us motherfuckers would know each other. None of us. Oh man, the memories. Thank, thank you. Kat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, uh, Brandy Downs, uh, you 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 went you you, you rolled out. You you didn't come to the to the to the to the uh, joint after the Liberty Lap show. You didn't come to the, the late night celebration. It was bad. I ha- I had my girl um, <laughs> bent over a bar stool, um, <laughs> and we, we were just dancing. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that that, I'm, that 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 definitely happened. I'm I'm and. I think, and I know we say this every time we kind of get off of, out of our characters, but, you know, we, we say this so much to Think Kid because he's the person that had this thought to create the madness that is this group. And without him, everything that's been brought forth wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have some real close friends that I consider family. You know, you know, we wouldn't have had that moment. I just want to let everybody know that was my first time at a beach. I've never been at a beach. That was my first time at a beach. So, that, so that was that was big for me, and I got to share it with people that I really, really love, love being around. It, there's just so much trickle down effect just from that one move to create a group and put everybody in there. Um, who? Okay. Who else is on the line? Uh, let's take a look. I think that's everybody. Yeah, we've ran through everybody. Um, we still have people on the line, but we've ran through all of them. Can can, can I ask Kedrick Jones a serious question? Yeah. Ked, um, I want to ask you 
the comparison and contraction, I want to ask you the difference between where you thought we created the group and where the group is now and where the group is going. Um, then uh, past, present, and future, sir. Time to the MVF for you. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, from, from the beginning, this was supposed to be a joke post that was supposed to go on for like a week. Um, for those of you that, well, I don't want to break kayfabe, but for those of you, I found a generator that did match scripts. And they had a way where I could hook it up to my Facebook friends and post matches. So I did it. I posted it to the wall. People started liking it. And then it got to the point to where I believe it was actually Greg Miller inboxed me and was like, you should take this and create your own group. I don't know if he was suggesting that I do it because it was a good idea or if he was upset because it was taking over the timeline on the other group. So I said, okay, and I created a whole new group. I did not know a year and a half later that we were still going to be here um, going strong. Um, and then, like, with, with you, Brian, Poetry, Patrick, Brandon, all of you guys still here, this group is going to get bigger and better. And the way it's going, I'm, I'm pretty sure by the time, by the time, by the time, let's see, 2016, 2017 gets here, um, me and Jason's going to come together, put some money, and just buy a ring and just start recording matches in the backyard. That's a I ain't signing up for that shit. Uh, y'all, y'all can take that real match shit, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea, but I, have a, I got that Randy Orton syndrome. I have a glass jaw and an injury prone. So um, I might have to sign off on um, being an announcer. Um. <laughs> but, but Brandon, Brandon, I know this. You already got your announce team right here because I ain't jumping in the ring. I know a really good promoter and manager from uh, BEWA that can teach you how to take bumps. Uh, like I said, I got a glass jaw, so uh, I'm going to have to pass on that. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not messing up this, this moneymaker. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. But let's close the show out because um, it's it's winding down. Uh, we're already in overtime. I didn't get a chance to close it out, but we're already in overtime, just in case anybody was wondering. Um, I want to thank every single person that called in, every person that didn't call in, every person that's posted a picture, a meme, a, a, a promo, a video, whatever, in the Federation. Thank you. I want to thank everybody that's made DMVF Unleashed what it is. I, I'm saying this as a wrestler and as the owner of Two Sides of the Story. DMVF Unleashed is easily one of the most popular shows on my channel. Easily one of the most popular shows on my channel. And that's why it's hard to part with it. But again, everything must take a break. When we come back, we're coming back stronger than ever, better than ever, and we're going to show them why you were hot. Everything was hot. Any last words from everybody before we go? Um, uh, this, this, this is a, um, a tough and very hard moment for me. Um, I, I, I would like to say that, you know, when it comes to the, um, and I don't talk, I make, I make, I make, make sure not talk about it, you know, on, on, on doing the, um, um, DMVF thing. <laughs> and guys, this is a bit emotional for me. Um, 
I have um, came across success and, and over the top, over the hill, unimaginary success. Um, bringing, I'm a social butterfly. Honestly, Jason Terrell, not Black TOP, but Jason Terrell. Okay, the guy that I am. I, you know, I, I do what I do, and I work hard, and I'm a very social butterfly through brunches and crazy stuff. And it's it, it's been it's been cool and unimaginable to bring uh, my lifestyle um, into the BMVF, and it's also cool that I, out of this, out of the BMVF, um, out of blind car inviting me into this thing, and me me I wanted to leave the first two days I saw it. I thought it was garbage. I, I thought the entire thing was garbage. And, and that that the first time that you guys saw me on camera, um, I was in Miami, and 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 and, and I, I, uh, I the sun was so hot and the sun was so scathing down on me that I needed to find sunglasses. And I went and I bought these kids and, and, and make no mistake, guys, I'll tell you a secret. I wear children, their children's sunglasses, but they fit over the glasses that I wear. They do. They're children's sunglasses. And they go for about like fifteen. It's over between twelve to fifteen thousand feet, and they fit over my face, over my glasses. And and I, I said I was down there in Miami with some homies on the beach, and I told my boy to you know just re- just record this. And he was like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I said just record this." And and my entire character has been known. And now I I, I can be googled, and I'm considering trademarking. Um, the actual name Black GOP hashtag Black GOP. And I looked it up, and it's about six hundred bucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do it because you know from from here the, the, the you know the stars are the limits and you know and, and, and be it my success in the 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 BMVF or the BWA or just in life. And I told Brandon Moore and some of the other guys, um, I, I was at work one day in real work in real life work, and, and I had a, a team member come to me and, and freaking out. I said. You know, keep calm and be the best in the world, and that that was from Brandon Moore. You know, um, I talked to Mike Brown, I talked to Brian Carr, I talked to Poetry, I talked to Kendrick Jones, I talked to Brandon Moore. Me and Brandon Moore had breakfast. We were doing a joke about having breakfast on the page a couple of days ago, but we both met it for breakfast. You know what I mean? And we both we both had to buy slacks, so we went we went slack shopping in the in the worst mall of all time. <laughs> and, and, and that and that is from that's all from the DMVF. Everything, you know, everything I'm doing right now, all the success I have right now, is from the DMVF, and 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 and, and it makes sense. So you you can hate it, and ignore it, and call it a bunch of you know Facebook junkies, or you can find the social potential, the social potential in what is the DMVF, because uh, like like twelve motherfuckers. Wouldn't have been on Virginia Beach if it wasn't for the DMVF. I would not have met Mike Brown in Vegas for his wedding if it wasn't for what Kid created. Um, and 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 the Fed, wherever it goes after this, it goes there. But I will never ever leave this place. And I'm done. Thank you, everyone. Politics. Politics. Anybody else? I can't top that, so no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't top it. All right, well, we will see y'all next season. We will let you know when the next season will start. But in the meantime, 
from the bottom of my heart, and I know everybody that's have ever been on guest hosted or hosted on DMVF Unleash. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. God bless. Deuces.